Well, the federal government is facing a fight over its cheaper medicine laws with the coalition moving to block the changes in the Senate. The laws would halve the cost of more than 300 common medicines from September by allowing consumers to buy a two-month supply. But the opposition says pharmacies weren't properly consulted and the laws could cause businesses to close down. Joining me now is Health Minister Mark Butler. Good morning to you. Morning, uh, last man. chance to get this through. It, will it be blocked? You need the support of Senators David Pocock, Jackie Lambie, have you spoken to them overnight? Of course, we've been speaking to them over the last several months. This is a critically important cost of living measure for 6 million Australians whose medicine bills will halve if this measure is supported by the Senate. But it's also good for their health. We know that 60-day prescriptions, which are very common uh, around the world for ongoing chronic health conditions, improve medication compliance. There also, uh, also is the ability to free up millions of GP consults, which we know are desperately needed out in their community. And that's why this measure is supported by every patient group and every doctor's group. But it has been opposed by the powerful pharmacy lobby now for five years uh, when it was first recommended by the medicines experts who manage our pharmaceutical benefits scheme. The former government ignored the recommendation and as a result, those six million patients have paid literally hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in fees they shouldn't have had to pay. Mm. The Senate has a choice this morning. They can put that to an end, that, that delay, that blocking to an end, and they can deliver cheap medicines to 6 million Australians, which will be really good for the health system as well. So what did the senators say? Are they supporting it? Well, we're still in discussions with them. Uh, uh, this, this measure has been on the books now for five years. It is beyond time uh, that people who are on the same medicine at the same dose, not just for years, but often for decades or the rest of their lives, don't have to keep going back to the pharmacy every single month, don't have to keep going back to their GP for routine repeat scripts. We can free up all mm. of those millions of consults that GPs want to see patients for much more important health conditions, much more pressing health conditions than just a routine repeat script and will save a lot of money for patient people who are doing it really tough right now. Yeah, uh, just take us through the uh, Pharmacy Guild because you mentioned it there, they're, they're, they've been up in arms. $1.2 billion <laughs> in uh, dispensing fees that they'll lose because of this. Can you guarantee, yes or no, that pharmacies, community pharmacies that service small communities <clears> won't <throat> shut down? Well, I said that every single dollar of that $1.2 that the Commonwealth will save from this measure will be reinvested back into community pharmacy, and, uh, and uh, I'm holding to that commitment. We've been talking to people, including crossbenchers, about where that money should be reinvested. We'll be focusing particularly on smaller rural pharmacies um, who, who depend a bit more on dispensing income than they do, for example, on, on general retail. Mm. So I've held to that commitment. In addition to that, we'll be investing an additional $350 million into community pharmacy as well to help with their services in the aged care sector. But, but this is a sector that uh, has grown very substantially over the last four years. Its revenue's grown by 30%. It's very profitable. Uh, its own report said that their average gross profit was 34%. 34%. So, uh, so we think that the community pharmacy sector can remain very viable. Mm. Uh, the number of applications for new pharmacies has not dropped off in the three months since uh, I announced this measure. So obviously someone out there thinks that there's still money to be made in pharmacy. Mm. We'll see how it goes today. Just before I let you go, developing story in Hawaii, uh, fires ravaging uh, the island of Maui. We know all too well the devastation of bushfires in Australia. Six have been confirmed dead already. Um, are your thoughts going to those in Hawaii involved in this at the moment? 
Just a, just a shocking story. This has been such a terrible fire season for North America. And as you say, Matt, we in Australia know better than anyone on the planet just how terrifying and tragic these um, these terrible bushfires or wildfires, as they, as they call them in the Northern Hemisphere, can be. So I'm sure all Australians are thinking of our friends and brothers and sisters in Hawaii right now, and particularly the emergency services workers. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Thank you, Minister. Appreciate your time.